This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. Brandon, we're joining you here this afternoon live on News Radio WBRN. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, whether you're online at WBRN.com or our WBRN mobile app, or if you're live on the airwaves with us, whether you're on 96.5 or 107.7 FM or 1460 AM, we appreciate your listening. Be sure if you miss out on any episodes when it comes to this program, you can go back online, WBRN.com. You can search the podcast tab and you can find the West Michigan Sports Show from there and all the episodes here throughout this summer season and even from before. So be sure that you check that out as well as you can go on to WBRN.com Big Rapids Daily News as we will be continuing to get our sport previews together. We've been talking to coaches, we've been talking to players and starting to get an idea of where some of these teams are at and it's certainly shaping to be an exciting season um, coming this fall when it comes to sports. And speaking of sports, we started our previews really last week, or I should say two weeks ago, where we talked about football and an early initial insight for fall football. You can check that out on WBRN.com if you missed that one. Or as well as last week's, we talked about how the enrollment uh, for a lot of these schools have seeming to be fluctuating when it comes to some schools are going up, some schools are going down in the local area. And it's a very interesting idea looking at the data behind some of the upcoming rising sports as well, which you can check that episode out if you missed it already. We're getting back to the sport previews today. We are going on the pitch. We're going to boys soccer. I had a chance to sit down with head coach of the Big Rapids Cardinals program, Justin Fox, to talk about their upcoming season as well as their roster, their schedule, and their outlook. Very good conversation. Before we shoot you there, I want to thank all of our sponsors for making this show possible. Those include obviously the United States Air Force is the primary sponsor of this program and also our other sponsors Johnson's Automotive, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, Moda Macasta Osceola Transit Authority, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, and the Macasta Osceola Career Center. Thank you all for making this show possible and your support for local high school sports coverage. But without further ado, we'll send you the interview room with head coach of Cardinal Boys Soccer, Justin Fox. To really start it out, obviously, team got a pretty successful season last year uh, with an 8-8-2 eight, eight and two record. I'm sure you guys would have liked to see more Ws, but just based on what you saw from that team and the progression from last year, what are some of those things that you saw from that team that you're looking forward to having for this upcoming season? Well, from that team last year, I think we needed to really find our own identity. The previous year, we graduated a lot of guys that played a lot of minutes. So last year... Uh, the main focus was for guys to really figure out uh, who they were as players and for the team to come up with the team identity. And I think we did that. It took a little while. I think we really did well with uh, having those, those newer guys that had to fill uh, some bigger role. I think they did well with doing that. It it took a little while and I'm sure that that's where a few of our extra uh, numbers in the L column came from early on, but for the most part, I think they did a really good job of uh, growing into their positions. And we, as a coaching staff, agreed that uh, we, I think we squeezed just about as much soccer as we could out of those guys last year. They really did well growing as players. And, and that was a good thing to see. 
And and now that we have a few of those guys coming back, um, they already know that they can they can do that and then extend themselves even more. Absolutely. And you mentioned uh, some of the team's strengths last time we chatted, uh, especially when you saw at the end of last season, you guys definitely started showing that offensive ability to be able to get on the board first and especially uh, be able to not only necessarily get on top, but stay on top in some of those crucial games. When it comes offensively, what do you see with this team now moving into this offseason as well as looking at the other side of the ball defensively? What are some things that you guys want to improve on against a really good conference that you saw last year? Year. Well, uh, since you mentioned I mean, both offense and defense, but defensively for sure, um, we graduated our goalkeeper and um, three of the four positions across the back line. So um, defensively, we're going to be growing. Um, I know it's not going to be perfect at the beginning, so I'm looking forward to working with the guys and just having them gel and, and work together uh, in defense, communication and confidence and decision-making is key. So uh, we're really going to have to grow in our uh, communication in order to uh, keep up with the teams that we'll be playing against this year. So defensively will be, uh, I'm sure, a bit of a challenge, but, you know, we're going to work on that. we got guys that have played a lot of minutes, um, you know, whether it be JV team or some club minutes that are going to step in. So defensively, we're going to be working on that. Uh, attacking wise, um, you know, we we're graduating quite a few goals, but, um, the guys that are coming back that really grew last year are, are our attackers. So I think we'll be good going forward. Um, uh, we've been playing a little bit through the summer, uh, at some open fields and just watching the guys play a little bit. Uh, they're growing in confidence, um, comfortable with the ball and, um, and communicating together. So, uh, offensively, I think moving forward, we're going to be doing fine. I'm just going to push guys to, um, you know, be confident and take some risks and then um, just see how we can then put those two together and, and look to keep the ball and, and transition defensively to offense to have some success. For sure. And especially last year, you guys had uh, finished at the top of the table, had some pretty good bouts with some of the other two top teams in Kent City and Grant uh, as you see the the conference looking into this year, uh, what's your overall outlook? Is those teams kind of the teams that you guys in in mind are the ones to beat? And as far as just your conference schedule and especially uh, going around that conference schedule as a whole with some of those non-conference tournaments you guys have already slated for this upcoming season, what do you see as far as your strength of schedule going into this fall campaign? Well, conference-wise, I know that I mean, Kent City and Grant are going to be tough again. I know Kent City graduated a lot of guys, um, but they had quite a bit of numbers, and, and Pedro has those guys working pretty hard. He really knows his stuff. He really gets a lot out of his guys. So they'll be tough. Grant will be tough again, too, because I don't know. I don't think they graduated many guys, and they're, they're always difficult. And I know that uh, Nuevo has been improving as well. So, you know, those three for sure are going to be tough. Um we always get a good run with um, Reed City. I know we've had their number quite a bit, but they always put a tough test against us. And I know their goalkeeper Ian; he's pretty solid. He'll be he'll be looking forward to to stopping a shot or two. So uh, conference will be it'll be tough, um, but I'm hoping that uh, we can gel together and and look to use our experience for the younger guys playing JV and and club and and we just got to work on playing together. 
um, you know, to have some success there. But I like our chances. I think we should be right up at the top again. Uh, I'd love to win it outright versus uh, tying with some teams, but uh, we'll see how it goes. That's, we'll see who can stay healthy and eligible and, and play well throughout the season. As far as a non-conference, I know we start uh, we start pretty strong with Whitehall. We've, we've been playing early on, and then the Elma tournament is always tough because we have three games in a day. And then our home openers is Elk Rapids, who's a northern Michigan powerhouse. So uh, it'll be good for us to get started with some strong competition, and it'll kind of force us to play well and play together early on where we can't uh, you know, feel like we've got games off or anything like that. So it'll be interesting. We've got, um, was it North Point Christian that we're playing for the first time? I don't think we've played them before. And then uh, Midland Calvary Baptist was going to come over too, and they're they're Division Four, but they were in the regional final last year, so uh, they're a good program. They're a tough team as well. So it'll be interesting to see some more of those teams um, coming our way. Especially they know, I'm sure they want to come play us because they know they're going to be playing their they might be playing their regional games here too. So it's nice to be hosting some of those so that some of the better teams want to come and play us. Last question, Coach. Appreciate your time coming on. Uh, when it looks at this whole schedule and this whole season ahead, uh, what are, in your mind, some of those key things that the Cardinals soccer program needs to do in order to compete for a conference championship once again, be able to go far in the postseason and have a successful campaign here in the fall of 2023? Well, I think the key is going to be uh, new, younger guys filling the roles that are gone. And it's going to be up to myself and us as a staff to uh, build confidence in those players and, and have them feel comfortable in what they're expected to do because it's going to take, you know, the 11 that are on the field and all the guys that fill um, the substitution roles that get in there and play just not as many minutes. They're going to have to feel comfortable and they're going to have to feel confident. And with, uh, for the most part with every year, you're going to have new guys coming in. So we just have to work on how we gel together, how we how we really come together as a team. That'll be our biggest challenge. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Coach Fox. I appreciate your time, and we wish you the best of luck here this fall season. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brandon. Huge thanks goes out to Coach Fox for stopping by and chatting with us about his squad. We'll get to more teams in a full CSAA breakdown after this break here on News Radio WBRN. Into the full-depth breakdown we go here for the upcoming 23 fall soccer season on the boys' side. It certainly was a year uh, for a battle at the top between three teams, as we kind of mentioned on that last interview with Coach Fox. Kansas City, Grant, and Big Rapids all duking it out for the top spot. Both teams, or I should say all three teams, finishing at 5-1. and one. Two of those teams finishing right around 500 overall, while Kansas City really led the entire conference in region, I should should say by storm 13 2 and 2 overall record under head coach Pedro Sanchez team had a really good year and you could tell offensively they had a lot of firepower especially with a lot of their veteran presence up front and, and it was very notable especially throughout the whole entire season played a lot of good teams as well in some invitational play and obviously we would have loved to see them continue on in the postseason but an unfortunate first round draw to West Catholic thwarted those plans in the pre-district round but still winning the CS 
a regular regular season title. I should say splitting it there with Grand Big Rapids, but ultimately winning the conference, being the victors of the conference tournament, avenging a loss from Grant halfway through the season at home uh, it was really a big boost for that team. And I think Coach Sanchez's team, you can see the offensive firepower. They have the talent to push and push and push in that attacking third. And it is very, very obvious when you go against this team, you're going to have to play well defensively. And that's what you saw, especially from some of these other two teams at the top. I mean, we obviously just talked with Coach Fox about his back line, did a really good job. Uh, but having new faces back there will make it interesting. I think the Cardinals do have uh, a really good offensive front. I think all they definitely have the ability to score goals. I think it's the back line, and we heard from Coach Fox on how they're going to continue to work on that throughout the season and be able to gel together um, from back line to front line. And I think when you see them, I think they're going to show a lot of battle-tested skills once they get into the second half of the season when they face off against some tougher teams uh, down the stretch like North Point Christian, like Midland Cavalry Baptist. And then you obviously got a couple big-time conference games with Nuego and Grant at the end of the season. So those are going to be some really crucial moments there for that team, especially when you look at a lot of these teams going to be really moving forward uh, into their seasons by the time October goes around and you start getting into the thick of postseason play. But uh, finishing third last year, the Grant Tigers were really a team that really shocked the world, I should say, uh, or I should say shocked the area with their really hot start, winning six of their first eight games, or excuse me, five of their first seven games um, throughout that first part of the season, beating Fremont and being a lot of these other really good non-conference teams uh, definitely made it seem like they were going to make a huge run. Uh, and then just an unfortunate losing streak really hit them hard in the middle end of September, uh, losing four in a row, especially losing some of those close games Games they had, uh, I guess, especially against Sparta was the notable one where they were right there. They were in the driver's seat and just kind of let it slip a little bit. Uh, but they bounced back really well and they faced off against West Catholic as well in the postseason, which thwarted them after a really heroic win uh, against Comstock Park, a team they lost to early on in that part of the season. Uh, but you can see that Grant, when they have things clicking and they are able to establish possession and their talent on the offensive side and the midfield side, that they can play up in these high-scoring games. And I think especially uh, the team overall, if that team becomes more consistently, and I'm sure Coach Santana is going to be working with that group, especially over the next couple of weeks, and especially building the program, they're going to have that ability to, to continually be able to rely on consistent play. And I think that's all that team is really missing last year uh, from being 5-1 and one in the conference uh, to 8-9 and nine overall as a record. They had a really tough strength of schedule and you could see against some of those teams they played really well and there were some times where they it just wasn't their night and they fell flat and that's going to be something they're going to be looking at fixing I'm sure going into this upcoming season for Nuego finished fourth they were 500 this past year uh, after what was a much much improved season um, comparably back to two years ago in the 2021-22 campaign coach DeLeon Macias is really doing a great job of continually building up this Lion program you saw 
saw them play a lot of good teams last year, play a lot of good teams close um, in a lot of the contests. And I think especially when you see where this team really strived, they they stepped up in some of those bigger games that they knew they had a chance to win. Uh, you look at the Reed City game on the road last year, being able to go to their place and win a nail-biter, Tri-County the same way uh, in conference play, being able to boost their conference rankings, uh, being able to play against some of those little tougher teams and being able uh, not necessarily to try to fully limit the score, but you could have seen some of those games that got out of hand, but they buckled down uh, very well defensively. If they're able to establish that tempo right out of the gate uh, and be able to really control the ball, control possession, that that team is going to be much, much better. And you're seeing them especially continually improve uh, in trajectory over the last coming years. So that Lion program, certainly, as Coach Fox mentioned, continuing to get better uh, and continuing to play better soccer. And maybe next year, uh, if we, or I should say this upcoming year, uh, you can see more improvement. That even brings up the ceiling for next year as they're continually getting uh, a lot of good amount of participation, a lot of young players into that program. They're going to be certainly ones that I'm looking forward to watching to see how they do uh, this upcoming season, especially right out of the gate with a lot of familiar teams that they played last year, like Lakeview, like Tri-County, Orchardview, right out of the gate. So those are going to be teams they're familiar with and being able to establish that, try to win a couple games in a row to get the momentum going is going to be crucial for the Nuevo Lions coming up here in this fall. The other teams coming up behind from last year, our Lakeview, a team uh, that program-wise has continually showed that they can play very good soccer, especially with that program as a whole. The Wildcats have been down the last couple of years, finishing 6-12 and last year overall, and then the year before, 5-13. and uh, But I know personally, uh, as a former Kyle, playing against some of those teams, uh, those good Lakeview teams uh, a few years ago, they were very, very, very good. And I think that definitely brings um, some overall historical aspects to success. And I think when when you look at this team, they might not necessarily show the W's uh, on the score sheet, but they play teams a lot of the time very tough. They have a very unique style. They have a lot of talented players on that team, very often wise in that program. They're very good at finding a lot of talented players. And I think that's going to give the Wildcats a certain outlook when it comes to this year. Obviously, Coach Jack is looking forward to getting his team uh, back together for this upcoming year. They're going to have quite a few games and tournament play uh, to start the season. So you're going to see a little bit bit uh, of those games really determining their outlook potentially on the season because you learn a lot about your teams in the first couple of games and I think especially for Lakeview uh, when you saw a lot of those games last year looking back at archives and looking back at scores you got to really see uh, there were some games where uh, they weren't able to put their pedal down fast enough and they let games get a little bit out of hand uh, against some teams that I think when you look at the, that Lakeview team has a lot more talent than people give them credit for and I think that's going to really help them being able to really sharpen those fundamentals get that chemistry built up is only going to make that team better going into next season tri-county and reed city obviously two teams that were near the bottom last year tri-county is uh, a team that just kind of seems to be slipping a little bit uh year by year just kind of losing participation it seems like within the sport altogether. and you can probably thank um the football team for being so good this last year but being a team that especially when you look at years past 
past where 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 we're absolutely dominating with back-to-back 13 win seasons you saw a really successful year um there during COVID as well where they're able to uh get to that regional semifinal. so i think that looks at an ability to see where they're at at this program and, and just get a little reset going obviously lost a lot from two years ago's team and you saw that last year a little bit with just just a little bit of a slip-up season just seemed like some things just weren't necessarily clicking they had a really tough schedule playing some tough teams especially going to the Oak Ridge Invitational uh, right out of the the right out of the the straight part of the season and then playing West Catholic as well in the opener that made it very tough for that team but they have the ability to really work hard that Tri-County team has always been able to work hard in that program under Coach Armstrong and I think you're going to continually see that going into the next couple of seasons for Reed City it's just really that stability that they just need as a program obviously head coach Courtney Murphy now coming back into her second season so we're definitely going to see improvement now with the ropes and especially for how many close games that team went through last year to only record one win I believe I counted at least four or five games where they were within one or two goals uh, against some of these teams and there was just a couple games where it was a really brutal ending of almost beating Tri-County there in that first round of district play would have been absolutely huge for that team and falling up short I'm sure probably lit a fire underneath and hopefully we'll see them continually improve for an upcoming season and get to see all the talented players as well. For the last school on the list, Chippewa Hills, they're really isn't much more of an outlook than they just need more players and the the expression availability is the best ability is the best way to describe uh, for that team just simply didn't have enough players last year and, and that certainly happens and I think that's something we take for granted when we look at sports all the way around that being able to have more than 11 players being able to have subs is a fortunate thing for a lot of teams and that sometimes that can be taken for granted and for Chippewa Hills certainly they've just really had the struggle of putting that program together uh, coach Franks really tried to go after it this last year just simply didn't have enough players uh, and I think that's just a really tough thing for a coach to go through so we hope the Warriors have enough to field 11 on the side coming up for this next year's season but that's a wrap for the CSAA soccer preview thanks for tuning in to the local sports hour here on News Radio WB Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform as well as Preset WBRN so you don't miss out on any of these shows live here over the airwaves. But that's going to do it here for this edition. I want to thank our sponsors before we go. Those include the Macosta Asula Career Center, Moda Macosta Asula Transit Authority, Alter Care Big Rapids, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, the Schubert Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, and Johnson's Automotive. Thank you all for your support of the West Michigan Sports Show. But I got to get out of here. Enjoy the weekend. And you should too. This is Brandon Word signing off on the West Michigan Sports Show. We'll see you next time.